Ephesians 4, 31 and 32 reads this way. Paul says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And then he says this, and be ye kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, also forgave you. It is amazing, but in the New Testament, we're constantly reminded to forgive one another because somehow we don't understand that we're connected, that we're better together, that we are the body of Christ. We're not an organization. We are an organism. Glory to God. Thank you, Miss Dominique. Thank you so much. Philippians says it this way. 3, 13 and 14, brothering, Paul speaking. I count my not, myself not to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Now listen to this. We know that Paul, you know, he, was, he did some terrible, some horrible, some horrific things, just horrific. Uh, he was parted to, uh, to people's death, and he, he, he wrote letters to make sure that believers were locked up in prison and worse. He was a horrible person. But then in the world, in the secular world, in today's world, he was who's who in the world, a Hebrew of Hebrews. You understand? He studied with the finest of them. As it relates to the law, he was blameless. And Paul said, not just the terrible stuff that I did, but all of my accolades, because some of us pride kills us because we think that what the Holy Ghost did is us. And we, we, we tinker on uh, blasphemy because we're claiming what he did is our doing. Paul said, I count myself, brethren, not to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting. The word forgetting in the Greek means to lose, to let go to lose it, to let it out of your mind. This one thing I do, I let it out of my mind. All of my failures, all of my accolades, everything that happened that I did bad, I let it, I let it go. God's mercies are new every day. At 12 midnight 01 second, there are new mercies for that day. Paul said, I let go of yesterday. I'm not living in the past. I'm living in the present. And here's what I do. I may not do everything right, but I press toward the mark of a high calling in Christ Jesus. And I cannot press with all the weight of yesterday on me today. I can't press into tomorrow because I got yesterday on me. I got day before yesterday. I got all the bad stuff I did. You, I got to let this stuff go to move forward. I got to let these people go to move forward. The people that have wronged me, you got to be preemptive and say, listen, I forgive you when you get up in the morning. Lord, anybody that mess with me, anybody that attacks me, I forgive them. Husband, wife, children, co-workers, strangers. Because I got to press. I got to press toward truth. I sent a post up today and I said, truth is stubborn. Because if it wasn't stubborn, it wouldn't be truth. I have to press toward truth. He said, I am the truth and the light. Glory to God. Let me give you three ways quickly, three ways in three minutes that you can 
let go of your past. You can let go of the mistakes. Remember this, I said it before. Memories have no power to hold on to you. The thing they did to you was last year. The thing they did to you was last month, 10 years ago, five years ago. Memories cannot hold on to us. We hold on to memories. You have to let it go. Here's, the, here, here's, here's three ways. Believe the word of God, 1 John 1 and 9. If we confess our sins, God is faithful. That means every time. And he's just, that means if he did it for anybody, he'll do it for you. To forgive us. Not just forgive us of our sin, but God cleanses us. That means there is no evidence that what I did, the wrong I did. I came boldly to the throne of grace and I received mercy in my time of need. There is no evidence because he doesn't just forgive me. He cleanses me. Now, for those that think that you know well, he already did it all on the cross. I can do what I want to do. Why is 1 John, and 9, 1 John 1 and 9 is even written? you got to believe that you're cleansed. You go back to God and say, God, I'm sorry. You're weeping, and God is wondering what you're talking about. Don't you believe what I said? Are you confess your sins? I forgave you, and I washed it away. There is no evidence. There is no record of it. Glory to God. Then the second thing you have to do is take control of your thoughts. Why would God ask us to do that and we can't do it? Take control of your thoughts. Second Chronicles 10, 3 and 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Why? For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are not fleshly. They're not made by Mattel. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Of strongholds. That's why our marriage is a mess of strongholds. You think. Let me give you a stronghold. Women, let me give you a stronghold. A happy wife, a happy life. Nowhere in the Bible. Somehow this stronghold is set up. The devil has set a stronghold around you. You're supposed to support your husband. Oh, you're not. You are the help meet. Help him. Don't hurt him. You are supposed to be the, the one in supporting. Somehow... You think he's supposed to follow you. Stronghold. Men. This idea that a woman is your servant. Are you out of your mind? God did not create a woman to serve you. He created a partner. A help me. Implying, son, you need help. Uh, pulling down strongholds. Why would God tell me I can, I can pull that I can do something and you say you can't? Pulling down strongholds, casting down imagination, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing it into captivity of the word of God. Instead of saying, I can't, I can do all things. Instead of saying, you know what, that woman, love her like Christ loved the church. I'm going to love her like Christ loved the church. Ah, oh, but you don't know that man. You know what, I'm going to submit to him as if I'm submitting to you, Lord. I will call him Lord like Sarah called him Lord. Now, some of y'all just cuss and say, uh-huh, because you, you're faking. You say you want to obey God, but you really want to obey your own rules. What's going to happen on Judgment Day? The third thing, and I'm closing, forgiving others. This is how you let go. You, you got to forgive others. Matthew 6, 11 through 15, in the Good News Translation, give us this day our food, our daily bread, as we say. Lead us not into temptation, right? But deliver us from evil. But it goes on to say this. 
forgive us as we forgive others. Forgive us when we forgive others. Just like we forgive others, you forgive us. Because if you don't forgive others, if you don't let them go, then God won't let you go. What do you mean? He won't let you go in. Oh, I know that's against your theology. But how can you make it into heaven and there's unforgiveness in your heart? You, you, you have something against your brother. That's called murder in the New Testament. Murder. Hallelujah. Let it go. You're not holding, excuse me, it's not holding on to you. You're holding on to it. Pull down the stronghold, sister. Brother, pull down that stupid stronghold. She's your partner, not your slave. 